Welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Locker Room Podcast. My name's Tully O'Connor and I'm the host and creator of the show. And on this mini episode, I'm going to be talking about communication, clear communication, conscious communication, and more specifically, the idea of context versus content when it comes to communication. And This is a topic that I find myself talking about a lot. It's something I'm really passionate about because in my experience, both personally and professionally, most conflict and most um, disharmony, most suffering um, when it comes to relationship is often the result of miscommunication, either things being misunderstood, not having the ability to communicate needs, not having the ability to hear communication effectively and respond to that. And so I really feel like this one area, if you can sort of improve and make small changes in, can really drastically transform the quality of our relationships. So what do I mean by context versus content? So most of the time where we're focused on the words that are being said rather than what's going on behind the scenes with the communication. So a study that gets quoted a lot found that, and this study was done on um, when it comes to public speaking, so slightly different context than just um, communicating one-to-one, but still I feel like the results are applicable. And, and it found that whether or not somebody was considered trustworthy was 55% based on their what they call body language or their energy or their, their vibe. Uh, it was 32%. Got to make sure my numbers are right. It was seven, 7% was words, and then the remaining 30 something percent <laughs> um, was tonality. So, a tiny percentage of whether or not somebody was trusted in terms of the way they were communicating was based on the words they were using. So one thing I want to preface, I'm not discounting the importance of the words we use because words are um, powerful. But what I think does get missed is the, the context in which the words are being said. So it's developing the ability to hear what is not being said and creating context and awareness around what's being said, where it's coming from. What state is the person that I'm speaking to in? What state am I in? What's been happening in the day? So just expanding our awareness beyond the words that are being said to us in this moment. An example of this is just hold up your hand in front of you. If you're driving, make sure you keep your eyes on the road and Just hold up your index finger and your middle finger and spread them apart. So if I was to say the word alphabet, what would be the first thing that comes to your mind? Probably V. If I was to say Roman numerals, it would probably be five. If I was to say animal, maybe they're bunny rabbit ears now, your fingers. So nothing has changed except the context around these two fingers being pointed up. Yet, the meaning we make of it can change drastically depending on the context with which we're looking at that in. So, that's just a little example of how context can change the meaning we interpret from content. 
So when it comes to communication, this is especially important when it comes to basically the first thing to check in with is what state are we in? Because more often than not, conflict or communication breakdown happens when one or both people involved in the communication are in some sort of stress response. And it doesn't have to be a massive stress response. So this is the thing because we're walking around busy days, um, shallow breathing, often where where our physiology is actually in that of a stress response, even if it's mild, right? And so if we're carrying that level of tension, then we're far less open to um, uh, hearing things and communicating things in a compassionate way. If we're in that state, we're often actually running on autopilot and where we're running on old patterns. And so we're not actually able to access the parts of our brains that are responsible for creative thinking, for, for compassion, as well as when we're in the relax relaxation response, as well as when we're relaxed. And the other thing is it's it's how much meaning we're making it. It's it's about getting curious. And if, if our partner or if somebody we're speaking to is saying something and it doesn't quite land, it's getting curious and, and it's going beyond what's being said. It's like, what's happening for them right now? What's this communication or representation of? You know, did they just have a super fucking stressful day? You know, are they really concerned about something else? And now this is coming out in the communication that, that's happening here. Are we making eye contact are we actually connected or are we doing one thing and, and the other person's doing another and we can't actually feel each other? Because as the results of that study suggest, and definitely in my personal experience, if we can't feel the other person, then communication is far less effective. If we can stop, actually be breathing into our stomach, look the, the person in the eye and speak from that place, then there's a much higher chance that we're going to be able to communicate effectively because the context of the communication is more conducive to connection. Because how many times have you had a disagreement or an argument and you've gone around in circles only to find out that there was never actually anything really wrong in the first place? (laughs) More often than not, it's just our stress responses playing out. And more often than not, it's just us fulfilling our familiarity or addiction to some level of sort of disconnect. And the quickest way to to come back into that disconnect is through some sort of conflict. So one thing I love to say is the issue is rarely the issue. So it's it's the the issue that, that we're communicating about Often, that's not the issue. It's the fact that we're not able to actually communicate effectively with each other that becomes the issue. Because for us to connect and feel connected, we need to be like at a, at a similar resonance. Do you know what I mean? For us to feel sort of in sync or connected, we need to be at a similar resonance. And so if one person is really stressed out and in fear and fight or flight and the other person isn't it's one of two things has to happen either the person who is feeling good and relaxed and open needs to drop into that 
fight or flight fear stress mode and that's normally when conflict happens when we're both there or the person who's in the fear fight or flight mode needs to come up to that relaxed mode and you can connect there one of those two things will happen most of the time if you're not on your game (laughs) or you get caught off guard then you're going to slip down and you're going to connect at that level of stress or conflict or miscommunication or whatever it may be so something really important to keep in mind especially when you're communicating about like important things is set aside time to create the context create the environment for effective communication to take place so actually be really intentional with um, how you're setting it up and 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 making sure you don't have other things on your mind, making sure you've got the space, making making sure you're relaxed, making sure you're present in your body, present with your partner. And that is just a really simple thing that you can do to um, just ensure you're giving yourself the best chance at that communication. And that requires some sort of planning. Do you know what I mean? It requires making sure that you have time in your day, in your week, where this is actually happening. Because more often than not, where it's very easy to get really busy and and let this stuff slip to the wayside. So actually intentionally creating space for it can, um, yeah, go go a really long way. And the other thing is developing an awareness, like this second awareness where you can hear what's not being said especially as guys, we love to problem solve. So when we're being presented with a potential problem, we'll be listening to the words and and what can be going on automatically in the back of our mind if we don't catch it is, okay, where's the problem here and what's the the solution based on clearly the words that are are just coming out um, of our partner's mouths or our friend's mouths or whatever it may be. And often, if somebody is stressed or upset, the words that they're saying are are just a reflection of the state that they're in. So rather than hearing the words and getting caught up in the the problem that is apparently being presented to you, feel what's going on behind the scenes. Is our partner just really run down and stressed? Are they stressed about something deeper? What's happening here? Has something else been activated or triggered in them? That, that they might not be able to see. That might be a blind spot. It's like, do they, are they just really wound up and they just actually need a hug? They don't need to talk it out. They don't need a solution. So more often than not, um, allowing, changing our, our state can change our communication. Often if we're stressed or we're wound up, we're not going to talk our way out of it. How many times have you sat down to talk about an issue and you end up going around in circles and then ending up worse than when you started <laughs> and you had the best of intentions? That's where this, this awareness has to, your spidey senses need to be like, okay, what's required here? Like, are we both pretty tense? Okay, what can we do to relax? What, can, what does my partner actually need here? They might need a hug. They might need to laugh. They might need to just relax a bit. And then from that, once you can get into that relaxed state, then it's like, what's still there? Is there still an issue there? Or is the issue they were just stressed out and wanting to feel connected so they found something to be a problem? And this can go both ways in the communication. So the main takeaways here with this is just 
develop at just a higher level of awareness. Get curious. And, and if things aren't making sense, it's like, well, I didn't expect that conversation to go that way. Or like, wow, um, why is this coming up again? Or just start to get really curious about why this might be happening and then be like, what, what am I not seeing here? What's not being said? Where's my partner at? Are they always, where's my friend at? He's he's stressed out. Is he stressed out about something else? Especially if things aren't making sense, especially if things are a bit out of character or if there's like a, a cycle or a pattern being repeated. So develop this awareness and get curious, get compassionate and then start to feel what's needed. Start to trust almost your intuition a little bit. Be like, what's needed here? Like, do we just, like, is this, is the context of this communication that's happening right now set up for things to be effective and move towards connection and resolution? And if not, there's no point communicating. It's like, okay, this this definitely needs to be discussed, but now is not a great time. Like, let's shelve this and come back to it in half an hour in a day, in whatever, in and, and just create a time to set up the space so that you're both in a state where you can communicate effectively. And that might require you getting into a better state. You might need to just release some energy. If you're tense and wound up from stuff that's going on outside of this container of communication, you might need to go for a run. You might need to do some breath work. You might need to meditate. You might need to go for a drive or whatever it may be so that you can come to the space fully present without the baggage of other stuff and holding that in your system, holding that in your body, the other stresses, so you can be fully present for each other there. So context and content, listening beyond the words, developing a deeper level of awareness. Um, and, And this also comes back to conditioning your body to not get triggered as easily because often if things are said and 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 your body gets triggered and, and and then you react then that creates a cycle of conflict so developing an ability to stay connected to your breath so that you don't go into that fight flight freeze you can breathe have an awareness and be like what's needed here whereas if you're on the edge of of being triggered or tripped over that line all the time it's going to be a struggle so taking responsibility for your own physiology, your own breath, your own practices so that you can create more space and more awareness around this is a really important part of the puzzle as well. So I hope you got some value from that. I hope that all landed. Um, yeah, if you did, if you know somebody that needs to hear this, share it with them. Share it in your stories. Make sure you tag me. Um, I'm loving all the messages that I'm getting from you guys who are enjoying and benefiting from the podcast. Keep those coming. Keep reaching out and and having a chat. Um, Keep sharing the love. Head over to, yeah, whatever app you're you're listening to the podcast on and and give us a review. Those go a very long way. Um, And for the men in Western Australia, I've actually got a couple of workshops coming up, one in Perth, one in Marks. So the next one is in Perth. And we'll be diving really deep into this topic of communication, but um, more broadly around what's required to develop fulfilling relationships, the skill set, the awareness, 
that, that is actually required to develop fulfilling relationships so we can develop more depth, develop more connection, um, less conflict, more connection. Um, so they're going to be, yeah, a really good time. So head over to my Instagram at Tully O'Connor and you can find all the details there or just, um, yeah, hit me up with a message. The one in Perth is on Sunday, November 3rd. Um, in the morning and yeah it goes for about it goes for three hours so it's just a morning workshop so come and get amongst it and for everybody else who's not perth-based who can't get to that then um yeah i hope wherever you are you're you're having an incredible day and until next time this is tully checking out